Welcome to Unveiling Valor, Captain Len Kane's journey from naval hero to humanitarian luminary with your host Captain Len Kane and President of the Hope Collection Ron Clayton. We would like to thank our sponsors extend our deepest gratitude to the Hope Collection and Joel and Ardeth Griffin for their unwavering support in making a positive impact on our community. Our generosity empowers us to reach further, dream bigger, and extend a helping hand to those in any. Wow. I know that's a revision of an invitation for folks to join us on this call as we open up our show every Friday, and the show being Optimize Your Life, sponsored by the Hope Collection. My name is Ron Clayton. I'm really excited that today we're going to be um, sharing with you, and, and we're still celebrating the process or this past week and a half. Uh, we're still honoring and um, sharing and, and testimonials about our hometown heroes, our, our people that have made such an incredible difference in our lives in this generation. And as the president of the Hope Collection, I'm one of my partners here, he's on board, so we're going to feature him in a moment, be talking, Captain Len Kane. It's incredible, his background and how he's touched lives. But today we also have a very, very special guest. And I'd like to welcome everybody that's listening here on the show, whether you're on the blog radio platform where we started, to Facebook, to YouTube. I mean, right now we're not broadcasting on 15 different platforms around the world. And we and we welcome you today to the show. Uh, you can record this. We we certainly we record it and archive it. It's available for anybody to come back and share this with a friend later on in their life or with somebody else. So understand this: we are all about sharing. And right now we're operating under the kindness campaign, founded by Captain Len Kane, and uh, he has a, a, a affiliate associate here. Actually, his partner in the Kindness Club for Kids, and that's Ariana Stanley. And Ariana is nine years old after she heard and saw Captain Kane talking on the radio show, this radio show, about the Kindness Club and the Kindness Campaign. She said, why can't we have a Kindness Club for Kids? And so her mom and Captain Len Kane, some other people, got together, put their heads together, and created. And we have a curriculum for it. Someone, anybody around the world can get this curriculum and put, take it to your school, to church school, public school, private school, and you can have them start a, campaign, a kindness campaign or a kindness club. And so that's what we're going to talk a little bit about. But another, as I mentioned, we have a guest here today. And I am going to officially introduce him. Uh, I met him at church, and he's had an influence in my life. Um, I've had three key people in my life who spiritually I can directly talk about how they have touched my life. And this gentleman has done so. And he's a miracle. Uh, you know, we, we love to be able to share stories, but this isn't a story. This is a life. And... Uh, Peter, I'm so glad you're here. Peter Hadley, who, as I mentioned, I met at my church, was a gentleman. I'm going to let him tell his story. Len, if you don't mind, we would love to hear Peter give a kind of an open expose of his life and how you are on one side of the military and 
Peter was the recipient of military at the Battle of the Bulge. So good afternoon, Peter. How are you today? Oh, we're doing very good, Ron, and how are you? Doing very well. Len Kane is here also. Good morning and good afternoon. Len, how are you today? Well, I'm just fine and honored to be here sharing the time and the record with the good people like this gentleman. Peter, God bless you. Welcome aboard, as we say in the Navy. And press on and show us what we can do to help make it a better world. <laughs> aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> we'll do that. Uh, I had an opportunity. I was asked last week to be involved in uh, the Veterans uh, Acknowledgements as far as Veterans Day and so forth. And unfortunately, uh, I had a very busy week and I could not squeeze in the time. But I thank you very, for, very much for the opportunity to extend my well wishes to the veterans, uh, veterans of old and of today, because every veteran that I have met, I'm thankful that they have committed their lives to serve our country. And because of their commitment, as Ron said, uh, those who were committed back in World War II, because of their commitment, I am here today. And my story begins basically found in a boxcar by Allied troops as uh, the train was going through Germany. And uh, they captured the train in southern Germany, and uh, they found about uh, 50 uh, young kids in, in my car alone, and only about 20 of them had survived. And as they were looking around, they found that some of the kids had name tags, and I didn't have one, and so they found one and gave it to me. And yet the uh, nun that was there as a a caregiver during the, the train ride and so forth said that the name that they gave me, which was Peter Schreiner, was not my name, but because of the war, uh, they figured she just couldn't remember who I was. And so uh, they uh, took the 20 survivors of the children, and uh, including myself with a brand new name because I didn't have one, and I was taken to Nuremberg uh, in Germany. Uh, it was an NDB section where they placed the European kids who were displaced and, and taking care of them until the end of the war. Then after the end of the war, they tried to find all family members that had displaced kids. And uh, of course, I was not one of the ones that was fortunate enough to be uh, found. And, and it was decided that I would come to the United States of America. And uh, it, there was a, a, a very unusual uh, experience, but a, a couple here in the United States near Buffalo, New York, decided that they wanted to sponsor a war orphan, and uh, I was to come over and uh, possibly become a foster child of theirs and maybe even a possibility of adoption. By the time I r arrived in the United States, uh, she had become sick, and so I ended up in a children's uh, home here in Buffalo, New York, and uh, a couple had heard about me uh, from a friend because I used to go to the church, they used to take me to church down in Buffalo, and she saw me. And, and, and back in the late 40s, after the war, uh, the society was a lot different than it is today, and you had to be of a certain age to be able to adopt. And my folks really didn't meet that criteria, but uh, it was a God thing that they finally accepted uh, the fact that uh, I could be adopted by them and uh, I became then, my name changed in the adoption to Peter Hadley, as it is today. 
So that's the beginning of uh, my walk as far as uh, uh, coming across. To, uh, they felt that the, there was potential, and, and I'm just, as I said before, I'm very grateful and thankful for the men and women who worked not only stateside but also uh, in the foreign lands and fighting. And with their commitment, I'm here today. And I had an opportunity a few years ago to speak at a veterans' uh, uh, conference meeting in our community in, in South Wales, and I found out that I thought I was just going to be speaking a little bit, but then I found out that the gentleman who's a congressman in our area was not the guest speaker, but yours truly, and I had an opportunity to share the story and what I did uh, afterwards uh, through the years and being able to uh, get a job with the city of Tonawanda back in the 70s. Uh, as a media coordinator and then uh, the last uh, 14 years working with the district, I had a chance to share my story to all of the eighth graders for that 14 years. And because of that, um, it was a wonderful opportunity to share and let a uh, living reality of the, the fact that uh, this era and now even today, there are fewer of us around to be able to share the story about uh, what happened during World War II. Peter, what I find fascinating is that you survived. The Battle of Bulge was considered one of the worst last battles of World War II, and you survived that. And God brought you through all this. I know you acknowledge that all the time. And I love how you have shared your testimony. This show, by the way, one of the basis of the foundations of our organization is the pillar of faith. And we believe faith, family, housing, education, the arts, health and wellness, education, water and energy. But, you know, the fact that we, we found each other and you've been able to share on a personal level and you've helped me through some challenges and life's challenges, but you've been doing this for your whole life, and you are still doing it even today. And this show, what we're so proud of, you know, people come on the show, sometimes they're a little bit concerned that they they don't know that they can be on a public, uh, public forum and share their faith, talk openly about how God and Christ has guided their life. And so I'm so excited because we're having you here with Len Cain, who also was a Christian, who also had to be participating in war. And in spite of that, you both have come through as, we call you hometown heroes, but you are light in the world like nobody else. And so, again, that you come on today to talk about it, and I know Mary wants to introduce you some more. She, I don't know, she has, she has two children, and they're in school, and they homeschool, so sometimes her being on all the shows every day, she does pretty much, but she's not here quite yet. But um, Peter and Len, you both have experienced the horrors, and I mean the horrors of death and destruction and hate, and you have both turned all that in your lives into a life full of love, kindness, and leading people to make it a better world. Len, you, you created this kindness club that we're building right now and, um, and talking about all over the world. You want to take a minute and just 
touch base on the Kindness Club for us? I'd be happy and honored to do so, my friend. And Peter, God bless you. Continue your good work. Great to hear you bring us up to speed on all the wonderful things that you have experienced in your life. Wow, something special. But to answer your question, Ron, yes, ladies and gentlemen, I always begin my part of the show but saying, welcome aboard. Now, watch my lips. And, of course, everybody laughs. They say, it's a radio show. How can we watch your lips? But I always say, now that I have your attention, the point I want to make is we are not selling anything. I'm the founder of the Golden Rule Society charity, and it's been more than a half of a century that we've been helping children, churches, charities, nationwide, worldwide. And, by the way, we're all non-paid volunteers. So that's the nice part about it. And I, I have to admit it that, that we've got five nominations for the Nobel Peace Prize. And in 2014, they said I was number two in the world. And being an old Navy fighter pilot who was at East Coast and all Navy Top Gun, I don't want to be number two. I want to be number one. <laughs> Everybody laughs about that, too, but that's the truth. But anyway, the point I'm trying to make is this. Get yourself a pencil, piece of paper, because I want you to take down some notes, because these are going to benefit you your family, your friends, your neighbors, your church, and your charity. And again, I'm going to stress, we're not selling anything. So here it is, our website, and you know how it goes, www.goldenrulesociety. All one word, no spaces, goldenrulesociety.org, the letters O-R-G. Simply means we're charitable, nonprofit, tax-exempt, Founded in California, New York, of A, nationwide, worldwide recognized. So when you get there, and again, I want you to, if you want to take a time out or two, call your fans, your family, and tell them, hey, listen to this radio show. Don't miss it. So anyway, here's what we're doing. We're helping people, and we mentioned the kindness cubs, and where did it start something that I put together on the 10th hour of the 10th day of the 10th month in 2020, and it's called the Kindness Campaign, and it goes simple like this, and it's going nationwide, worldwide. So it starts off with kindness, love, and hope in your heart. For peace in the world, treat others the way you want to be treated, truthfully, with dignity and respect. And you're sharing the good Lord's love that he gives you with others. Now, wouldn't it be a wonderful world if everybody would just do that? And it's simple. And what we're doing, I send a video email to family, friends, here, there, and everywhere. And I simply ask them, why don't you share the video email, it's only a minute long or so, with everybody and ask them to share it as well. And what we do is we give them a free gift. A free gift? Yeah, sure. 
It's called The Captain's Travel Tips. <laughs> 39 pages of how to save money, how to stay safe, how to be careful, and all the wonderful things as people say, wow, this is really great, very nice. And we used to get a donation for it, $33. Three, by the way, is my favorite number, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. But anyway, there it is. It's free just to be part of the program to share the kindness campaign with others. Benefits you, and that's just one of the gifts. And I gave you our website, goldenrulesociety.org, and when you get there, you'll find all sorts of gifts, things that are going to help make it a better world and a better life for you and yours. And one of the, I'll just give you a good example, being that I brought it up. One of the things is that gifts for you. Wow. You click on there and you'll find out all the wonderful things, which is giving people the gift of empowerment for themselves for all these many years, 51 and a half years to be exact. And that's what we're doing. And you get travel discounts. I'll give you an example. One of my friends here in the San Diego area had to go on a business trip with his wife to New York City and flying back to San Diego. And at the time, it was going to be $1,000. And he said, well, where I'm an affiliate with the Golden Rule Society charity. Affiliation, by the way, is free. And he just, we knew each other, and he was supportive, if you will, no cost. And they said, oh, well, let me second. And the airline said, well, instead of 1000 it's going to be $500. So on the very first trip, he saved $500. And it doesn't stop there. Anytime he wants to fly, he calls and says, hey, I'm looking for the discount. And that's fine if they have the discounts. Fine, they're available. But uh, I always tell people, don't try to get a discount on Christmas Eve or Christmas or New Year's or any big holiday. Because if the seats are all full, nobody gets a discount. So plan ahead. That's simple and makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? <laughs> so that's just one of the good deals that we have. And there are many, many more. And you'll find them on the website, goldenrulesociety.org. That's the nice part about it. I've got others, but what I'm going to do is take a sip of my water, I make mean, my coffee, and I'll turn it back over to you, Ron, and I'm ready to fill in whenever you want me on. God bless. Over well, to you, sir. You. Well, thank you so much, Ron. And that's just a small part of what you've been doing for 51 years and you're still doing and growing and service and kindness to people. I know we have our board member, um, and she helped make the arrangements to have Peter Hadley on our call today. Mary, her name is Mary Stanley. By the way, she's the mother of Ariana, or better known as the princess. And she's the one that worked with Len Kane for the Kindness Club for Kids. But Mary, I want to uh, uh, introduce you. Obviously, you're on the call and let you know that Peter is here. Um, I know, and perhaps you had a dialogue going, so I'm going to turn it over to you two guys. So this goes back to Peter and Mary. Good afternoon. Thanks, Ron. Hi, Peter. 
I have the great pleasure of not only during this show, but after this show is the extenuation, the continuation. My words are, we're not working today. (laughs) And launch of our new show (laughs) where we talk with survivors. We talk to people who experience huge events in our history that help shape our history. And we have a remarkable man with a great story of survival and perseverance in survival. And survived where so many people didn't. But, and you know, a lot of it's from the grace of God and he had a mission in life and now he's taking that mission and spreading it and telling his story so that people remember things. The problem is we're not sharing stories. We're not talking about past events from the survivors who survived them. So in a few years, it'll all be forgotten and we're going to relive it over again. So welcome, Peter. How are you? I'm doing fine, enjoying it. We're having a little rain here in Buffalo, New York, but that uh, doesn't uh, deter anything around here. Could be worse, could be snow. Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to jump back in here and tell you the story about Mr. Ron Clayton, who's the president of the Hope Collection. The Hope Collection was put together by a gentleman a wonderful man, Mr. Joe Griffin, and small world that it is, I was a coal miner's kid from up in the Scranton, Pennsylvania area as a kid, and uh, my high school football coach went to college at Mansfield University, and he went there with a gentleman by the name of Joe Griffin. Now, Joe, very tall, handsome, wonderful personality, a brilliant man, and he went on to get his doctorate in mathematics. Now, let me tell you about the kind of guy he is. He ended up as a super advisor to not one, not two, but three of the presidents of the United States of America. Now, you've got to have a lot of talent to be helping, guiding the presidents and telling them what to do and where to go and how to do it. So, wonderful individual. And, oh, about 60 years later, we met each other. And, as I said, a wonderful man, a lovely bride. And he put together this organization called the Hope Organization. And what a coincidence. His wife's name is Hope. But the point is, he has been helping people on and on. After helping the presidents, he's helping people. Sadly, a couple of years ago, cancer got him, and he, good Lord, called him home. So Mr. Ron Clayton filled in, and he's now president of the Hope Collection. And this radio show, as an example, goes to 93 countries. Now, we don't know who's listening, but we do know who's talking. That's six days a week. And at that high noon on the West East Coast time, and also, we don't do it on Sunday because let people go to church. 
or wherever they want to go to the house of worship. But the nice part is that we keep helping on a day-to-day basis, helping people to be more successful in your life, in their life. The nice part about it is when you go to the website, again, goldenrulesociety.org, you can log on. And here's just one of the other examples. You can get, when you click on that, you'll see Hope for You. And if you go to the organization, founded by Mr. Ron Clayton, and run by him as the president. By the way, he's a senior advisor in our Golden Rule Society charity. And we're blessed to have 24, two dozen people who are senior advisors. And again, we're all non-paid volunteers. And whenever somebody does a great job, I double their salary. And they all laugh and they say, remind me, hey, two times nothing is still nothing. But we all get a kick out of that. But they're all busy satisfying their own heart and mind and their soul by helping making a better world. And we all ought to be involved with that. Just being kind to one another. That's a good start. And where did it start? People say, where did you, how much is this kindness? Stop. Well, I graduated high school. And two days later, I was heading off to the Navy boot camp. And as I, before I was leaving home, my mother said to me, Len, remember this, wherever you go, whatever you do, whoever you meet, be kind. And those two words are in my mind and my heart and my soul. And I've been carrying on for all these many, many years. So anyway, it helps. It's very nice. Why not? And if you're going to be kind, be forgiving as well. Because you're not going to agree with everybody. They're all not going to agree with you. But if you be mad at somebody, that's not being kind. And when we say prayers to the good Lord, you say, Lord, please forgive me. If you want the good Lord to forgive you, why not for you to forgive others? Anyway, back to the point, what you can get by visiting the website. And here's one that I really like. It's called Antiva Health. The Antiva is an acronym meaning informational, technology, visual, and all that good stuff. Put together by a gentleman by the name of Alexander Candelaria. He was a Marine in combat. He was wounded. So he was medically discharged, and he was in Texas now going to college. Or I should say then he was going to college after the Marine. And he put together this organization, technology-wise, He's a brilliant man and very successful. How successful? His organization, Antiva Health, has been, two years ago, selected as the number one organization in the world. I'll stress that. In the world, supporting the medical industry. And I'm happy to be a part of it and just helping out, advising, giving constant, what haven't. Non-paid again, but the point is, that's available to you. I'll give you another example. One of my friends here in the Coronado, California, across the bridge from San Diego, I told him, Charlie, how you doing? I said, oh, he says, I'm full of pain. It hurts up all over my body. And I'm taking these pills from the doctor, the ABC pills. 
and it's still they're not working. So I said, let me introduce you to the Intego Health Program. Got in touch with the folks, the people that are doctors, nurses, scientists, planners, and all these good people. So this doctor got on the line with him and it said, well, okay, Charlie, well, let me see. And he listened to whatever they talked about. And he said, Charlie, don't take those ABC pills. Take the XYZ pills. And about a week later, Charlie called me and said, Len, this is the best thing ever happened to me. I am pain-free. It's all gone, just taking different pills. Isn't it nice to know there is always another solution to the problem? All you have to do is keep searching for all the good things in your life, in your health, in your family, all that good stuff. So that's the nice thing about going to the Intiva Health Program, which is on the website, goldenrulesociety.org. And again, I mentioned all the good things. We have a, there's a prescription discount program that a lot of people don't know about. The doctor gives you a prescription, and you go to the drugstore, it's going to cost you $100, this is, as an example. And if you ask him, he said, are you part of the prescription discount program? And oftentimes they'll say, oh, yes, we are. Say, I'd like to take advantage of the prescription discount program. Like I say, they don't advertise, but they're part of it. So one example, the fellow at the the drugstore says, Okay, not a hundred. It'll be seventy dollars. So we say thirty dollars just by asking. If you ask, you might get it. If they're not part of the program, you're not going to get it, obviously. So the point is, we're all trying to help. We should all be trying to help make it a better world. Put that in your mind and be kind. So I've got a few more things to talk about as far as opportunities, what to do, where to go. And I'll turn it back over to you, Ron, and I'll have another sip of my coffee. God bless you. Okay. <laughs> back to you, Ron. So we got dueling guests today. I'd like to come back to Peter if we can. And, Peter, are you still there? Yes, I am. Oh, thanks. Peter, um, You did, have you ever had a chance? Have you ever gone back to Europe? No, I've never had any desire. A lot of people have asked if I wanted to trace uh, my uh, heritage at all and so forth. And, and over the years, I have found that trying to find something like that is finding a needle in a haystack without a, ma- without a magnet. And the important thing i found in my life is that I know who I am and I'm contented with who I am. And God has blessed me with so many things and keeping me busy this way that there is no interest in going back and trying to find something that I in reading, doing a lot of reading as far as uh, a lot of things that have happened during World War II, a lot of information has been lost and they can't trans, you know, find out what happened here and so forth. And we're just finding out, uh, off of the shores of uh, Columbia that a ship well over 300 years ago sunk and they've just discovered it. Well, I mean, Information is so fast today, but, I mean, we don't have that information that happened back 70 years ago. And a lot of things have not been done. And I will tell you one of the information that most people don't know about 
is that the trials in Nuremberg, the Lebensborn movement, was never mentioned during that trial. And that was the movement of getting as many guys and gals of German background having babies for Hitler. And uh, and the, the hospital uh, franchise that was around Europe during that time, these people could go to those hospitals and they got wonderful care after their birth. They then dedicated a child to Hitler because Hitler was promising that there was going to be a reign of a thousand years. Wow. I'm a, I'm a uh, history buff. I didn't know that. You know, the wow. one thing that I do know that you've done, Peter, that I think is just outstanding. You've had the opportunity because you were, of course, involved in the public school system in Tonawanda, but I know you've been asked and you've gone to high schools, junior highs, and elementary schools, and people have asked, you've been asked not only to share your story, but you've been also able to under, you know, carefully share. You've shared about how faith has made your life, put your life, and that's really where you've led your life the whole time. God has been leading you all the time, but you've taken and really taken the time of your life to share your faith. And and, you, and how it's been implemented in the, your testimony. And uh, I know there's some times, and maybe I know you've gone to a school and you ask the kids some questions. And I want to share how you do that. Would you mind? Uh, I'll give you a sample of exactly what I do for uh, the basics as far as when I go to a classroom. I start off with having the kids stand up, and then I do what I call an ethnic cleansing. And I ask them if they are wearing jewelry to sit down, if they have writing on their shirt, sit down, if they have glasses on to sit down and work it on for a few minutes. And then after it's all done, I ask them, what have we just done? And let them figure out exactly what it was. As I said, I called it ethnic cleansing. And then I described that this is a lot like comparing with what happened during the time that Hitler had taken over Germany. And then I, uh, with Mary's class, the uh, phone conversation that we had last uh, Monday night, I asked the kids if they would like wearing the New York Giants football shirt, because I'm sure they, uh, out being out in Minnesota, that they would like to have their own team that they'd want to wear a shirt of. But I said, if you wear the New York Giants shirt every day, and I said, then went on to talk about the Star David a little that the Jews had to wear that star every day to identify who they were. And that, that was kind of surprising. And, and of course, this was the beginning of what uh, uh, Niemeyer had said about years ago. Uh, he was a World War I uh, submarine uh, commander and very affluent and very successful in his uh, submarine career. He had become a pastor, but he wrote and he mentioned uh, what he saw and sensed what was going on back in the 30s. And he says they came, the phrase that he said, they came for the unionists, and I was not a unionist, so I didn't speak up. They came for the communists, and I wasn't a communist, so they, they speak up. And, the, and he went down the line, and finally he said, they came for me, and there was nobody to speak up for me. And Santana made a comment that everybody phrases, says every once in a while, that if we haven't learned from history, it will repeat. And I think we are experiencing that situation now, and I shared that with it. And then I went with the 
several of the kids and asked them, what was your name? How old are you? Where were you born? And do you know your parents' names? And I would have them in the classroom when I was there to ask me the same question. And of course, my answer is, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I have don't have the slightest idea. And so that was to start off telling that I was found in a boxcar that was coming through Germany and captured by Allied troops. And uh, that was the beginning of the story. And then uh, I would share through my growing up process, coming over to the United States, being adopted, even back in the late 40s, early 50s, there was a sense of feeling that I was aware of that adoption wasn't always thought of favorable because of different circumstances causing for uh, a lady giving up her child for adoption. And just one moment. <laughs> and so uh, that has opened the door for people in, in class and even on, in Mary's class that went Monday, a student has been adopted and wanted to know more information. So every once in a while I say different things as I go through my presentation that God uses and and says because I have done classes five classes in a row, so I can't say the same exact things and I try to let the spirit direct me in saying different things and it does and it opens the door for these kids. When I'm done, we have a question and answer time period. And then I finally say, I want to tell you one thing. I said, God did not leave me in a boxcar. And another thing, you are sitting here just hearing a story. And I want to remind you that everyone has a story. And as you develop your story, there's things that you can do successfully in your life if you make sound decisions as you go on in life. And I says, I've looked back over my life and I've seen many things that uh, God has prevented me from doing some things and corrected me on things that I was doing wrong. And I'm, that's why I'm so very thankful for the fact that the veterans committed themselves, because if it wasn't for them, I would be here today. Count the blessings, right? Absolutely. And I don't have enough fingers to count them on. <laughs> Enjoy. Well, you know, we have two unique individuals on this show today that I am so proud to call friends. And as I mentioned to you, uh, Peter has touched my life. Len, Len and his wife, my wife and I went to San Diego where they live, and uh, they treated us like, I don't want to call it like royalty. And uh, but the funniest thing, I want to share a story. Uh, we went down and Len uh, took us down to the near the naval yard in San Diego. And that day, or just before that, the USS Nimitz, one of the largest aircraft carriers in the world, pulled into port there in the, the bay. And um, it was getting refitted because it just came from the Pacific and it was going to go back out. And it was right when there was some tension about rockets going off from Korea. And so that ship needed to get back out there. Well, Len took us down there, and we got to the gate, and the Marines were there, and, you know, they're all armed. And uh, they look, oh, they look down, and I see it's Captain Len. Well, they just salute. They raise the gate, walk right in. Uh, you know, yeah, he was dressed in his Navy um, Hawaiian shirt and shorts, 
and his hat. We were not in uniform. <laughs> but Len got us in there, and then he wanted to take us on the ship. And when we was ready to just walk up the gangplank, and there were about 100 Marines, by the way, they were all armed. And they were guarding the ship as it was being, you know, being serviced during the week. This was a weekend. And uh, so one then we uh, went off to dinner. But I'm just telling you, everybody, everywhere we went, people would walk up to him. They'd either salute him or they'd come up and shake his hand and say, hi, Len, hi, Cap. I mean, it was just, he couldn't get it. We couldn't walk down to the restaurant. And then people were just, in, we were engaging with folks that had a total love and respect for Len. And I'm, there's streets named after this man in San Diego. So he's a great friend, and, and he shared things with me that's helped me to be a leader and helped me to help run this organization today. And that's why when, like, Peter came into our lives, we met in church. And, you know, we had something in common right off the bat. We had faith, and we both believed in sharing our faith. And Peter came into my life, and I was going through a struggle at the time you know, if you remember back when COVID hit, there was a lot of stress besides the, the, the illness. But uh, the government was shutting churches down or making us do stuff. And I was very angry. I will, I'm admitting this. I was very angry. I was angry because a church, local church leader decided to shut our church down. And I said there was nobody going to do that. No government official was ever going to shut my church down, stop me from going to the house of worship to be with my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. Well, they locked the door, and guess what? It's about the last time I went to that church. I walked away. I cannot believe they did that. And there were people, there were churches that were pastors that were going, still today, and were going to church and going to jail by government. And I will, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to stand and fight for that. We have a freedom from attack of our faith. And that's in a constitution. It's who we are. And so Peter helped me because I was struggling with that. And I had anger. And, you know, what helped me do that is he helped me understand that there was an issue. Didn't deny it. We didn't. But he helped me how to deal with it and how I could still be connected. And I stayed, by the way, even during the COVID situations, and we weren't supposed, you know, the six-foot rule, you weren't moving together. When they were feeling well, they came, we came, we met on occasion because we wanted to continue our social life of together friends and our spirits. And we stayed connected. And I know that other people did the same. I know Len did the same. We never stopped broadcasting the show for three and a half years, Monday through Friday, noon, every day. And, you know, I'd like to say that we're a beacon of light. Peter, you're a light on the hill. And, you know, the scripture says don't put your light under a basket. Put it on a hill and shine to the world. Peter, you've been doing that your entire life, and we're so proud. Because in most instances, people go through something similar like that, and they're victims. They can't have forgiveness in their heart. You have demonstrated at the highest level, and you helped me to overcome, which wasn't a good thing. I was not, you know, I wasn't real nice when I was talking about my former pastor and the leaders because I really didn't think well of them because they they just, I think they just bent over to accommodate a politician. And I'm sorry, my 
my relationship with God and my relationship with my brother and sister in Christ comes first. That's, you know, this is how it's. But I want to thank you, Peter, here in front of everybody in the world. Uh, you had the sense. You had the wisdom. You had the insight to be able to share with me and help me through a very, very traumatic time. And, you know, it's very interesting when I retired, somebody says, well, you'll get through and enjoy retirement. But I says, as Christians, we never retire, we're reassigned. And during this, what you were talking about has been my reassignment time. And it's great to be involved because it's important that everybody gets the encouragement like you are doing as far as uh, presenting the 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 Golden Rule Society and what you have to offer in, in helping people. And that's what we as Christians, regardless of our age, are responsible to do because God hasn't called us home yet. That means we're not done with what we're supposed to be doing for him. Wow. Amen. <laughs> Amen. God bless. Anyway. Good stuff well, you know, going guys, along, Ron. Great show, as always. And I do want to mention just one more thing that I offer to the people. One of the programs that we have in the Golden Rule Society charity, it's something that is success for you. And it's motivational, educational, character-building guidance. And what we did, we... Created what I call a lucky buck. Kind of, kind of crazy, isn't it? It's something that's the size of a one-dollar bill, and on one side of the dollar bill, this lucky buck is the action plan for, for the business, and on the other side of the dollar bill is the action plan for you as a personal. In other words. This is how to live an exceptionally good life. Why make the mistakes that have already been made? And what you're going to be doing with the lucky buck that you can put in your wallet, check it, read it up, take a peek at it anytime, open your wallet, there it is. And it's the the, the creative and professional people, and that's what they're saying, Why make the mistakes that have already been made? Here's the good guidance how to make your life more successful, more satisfying, more productive. And all you have to do is follow the good guidance. And on the other side, I mentioned, it's something if you're going to be in business, whether you're taking good care of your customers or looking for more customers, whatever you happen to be doing and how to do it, and it's there, it's for you. And if you follow the good guidance, logically, you're going to be more successful in business. You're going to be more successful in your life. And everybody says, where, where do I get this sort of thing? What we do, we had them printed up, and I'm not selling them, but I ask you simple. If you'd like a lucky buck, just sell, send me at the Golden Rule Society charity, a stamped self-addressed envelope. And when I receive it, what I'm going to do, I'm going to put a lucky buck in there for you. I'll seal it, 
and it goes mailed right back to you. I ask for the stamp because, like I say, we're non-paid, and if a million people are looking for the lucky buck and the good guidance, we can't afford it in a a, a nutshell. So at no cost to you except for the the, uh, stamp. And you'll get it back then. You say, well, this is really wonderful. And why not? So the address to send it to is Golden Rule Society. That's easy enough. And it's Post Office Box 711. Everybody is familiar with 711. And that's in Coronado, California. C-O-R-O-N-A-D-O. Coronado, California. 92178. Easy. It'll get here, and the next thing you know, it'll be back in your hands. We'll slip it in there free of charge. Anyway, that's what we do to help everybody and anybody, because not everybody has emails or videos and all that sort of stuff. And speaking of video, we have on the website, and I, I, I really enjoy this because it's worthwhile. We send video emails to family, friends, prospects, people, but they're trying to help. And it's very simple. I turn on the computer, click the little button that says create an email, a video email, and I sit there and talk to people, they see my face, they see my smile, they see the enthusiasm, the personality, all that sort of stuff. If I don't do that, and I have to send an email that they have to read and all that, that's, you know, how uh, sometimes people send pages and pages. But if you want to convey a thank you or a hello to your family, your friends, your neighbors. Uh, happy do, happy birthday. Hey, all that's it. Hey, congratulations on this and that. They see your face. They see your enthusiasm. They see your personality. And they, wow, that's really great. It's like talking to somebody, but at least listening to them. And you ought to do that. And you visit goldenrulesociety.org, our charity, and you can sign up for it. It's, it's free to sign up. And then it depends on how much you use it and all that sort of stuff. There is a fee, but it's worth it. Let me tell you, it is really worth it because it will increase your personality, your success, and all this good stuff. And like I say, I'm not selling anything, but if you want it, it's yours. Because on our website, you're going to find most everything is free. Some things are better than free. And you ought to take advantage of visiting www goldenrulesociety.org and again share this with your family friends neighbors church and charity whoever because it's well worth it and I always hope that on Fridays there's a gentleman by the name of Mr. Brad Dorsey I wonder if he's with us today Mr. Brad Dorsey are you with us today sir if you are you say hello and, and let us know what's happening in your life my friend he's a senior advisor by the way Brad are you there Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Oh, loud and clear. Yes, God bless. Welcome aboard. 
you know, I've been over here praying and smiling and grinning and taking notes. And I, I already, when when Ron and Peter first started, I already had questions in my mind because, as you very well know, and Ron knows and Mary knows, I'm a storyteller. And Mary encouraged it. Ron encouraged it. And we encourage you, too, come back and share the story. Oh, down here in the South, they call me the translator. I translated that word story into testimony. That's the word we use down here in the South. Oh, the first part of the word is just a test. It's just a test. It's just a test. The last part of the word, money means song or story. So I'm glad that you had enough courage, Peter. I'm glad, Lynn, that you had enough courage to keep showing up and sharing your testimony. Lynn, you also said that we have been there done that. Well, you didn't say that. I just put words in your mouth. I, I was not talking about Nike. Just do it. Lynn Kane says, been there, done that. Flown around the world enough to go to the moon and back about five or six times. Been there, done that. Then, Lynn, you also I added another cliff note. Why don't you look and see that the successful people in your life and around you, that they've been there, done that, made some mistakes so you don't have to go through the same mistake all over again. And Ron always pops in, our new, new, new president. Oh, I forgot to tell you. God says I'm getting ready to do a new thing that eyes have never seen and ears have never heard of. One nation under love coming together on one accord. Are you kidding me? And then when you start talking about history and heritage, sir, you said, I don't care to go back there. I'm looking, I got too many things to look forward to. But this weekend, this past weekend, I'm a country boy down here in the South. We celebrated my church's 160-year anniversary. Cliff note, my grandmother had seven sons to go off to war, and all of them came home alive. And now we just kind of freebishly throw that word around. I'm a vet, I'm a vet, I'm a vet. Yeah, you've been there, done that, and we honor you. We honor all of you for laying down your life and being willing to fight. And then we got certain people like me and Ron Clayton that are flat-footed. <laughs> but we're veterans. Yeah, we're veterans in the community. We're veterans in the society. We're veterans doing what most people could if they only would. And when you mentioned Joel Lynn, Joel said it was okay if I call you veterans super friends. Yeah, we've taken the best of the best from the north, the south, the east. Lynn Cain's way over in California, west coast, Ron Clayton, way up in New York. <laughs> That's the north, y'all. I'm down here in the south. But we've taken the best of the best from the north, the south, the east, and the west, and we'll allow every single person to come in and love their very, very, very best. But just being kind, we don't really care if you graduated from Harvard or Yale or just got out of jail or was you was in the military or wanted to go to the military. We're on one accord over here. Why? Because we're about our father's business. Yeah. Why? 
because we care. Yeah, we care enough to share enough information with you. Oh, I forgot to tell you, we're in the information stage, and knowledge is power. We want you to know what you need to know in order to be able to grow. And last one, we've been practicing. Oh, yeah, we've been practicing. We in cases, I never wanted to be number two. I'm going to practice and practice and practice and practice. Got to tell you, practice doesn't mean you get perfect. There's only one to walk the planet with perfection. Practice means you only get better and better and better, whatever it is that you do. Now, here's a catch. Don't miss it. Practice doing unto others before, I said before, before they do unto you. Because when you give some love, some hope, some hope, some hope, and some kindness away, eventually will come right back to you. Back to you, Lynn Kane. Uh, awesome. Brad, it's always wonderful to have you on board, and it's an honor to have you as one of the senior advisors. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Brad Dorsey is one successful individual down there in Georgia, helping others. By helping others makes him more successful every day because it's in his heart, in his mind, and his soul. And you might as well get into it because it's a simple matter of kindness. And I'll say it again. With kindness, love, and hope in your heart for peace in the world, treat others the way you want to be treated, truthfully, with dignity and respect. Living the good Lord's and sharing the love that he gives you with others. Simple, yet powerful. And what a way to live. That's much better than protesting and hurting people and throwing rocks and shooting one another. That's madness. The metaphor is madness. And I just, just it hurts to see what's going on, not only in the world, but in our own country. And... We've got to do something to fix it. Why not? If something's broke, you fix it. If the tire's flat, you fix it. Simple as that. And you do your very best to help make it happen. And that's why we're here on this radio show. Mr. Ron Clayton, the boss man here, the leader, I should say, but you know what I'm saying. He works on this thing on a continuing basis. His lovely wife, Linda, always there with him, supportive. They're together both, side by each, helping to make it a better world, starting with themselves and with all of us here on the radio show. Uh, gosh, it's really great. It's an honor and a pleasure to be here. And uh, I don't want to take any more of the time because we're getting close to church. So, Ron, over to you to say uh, adios. To everybody who are listening, back to you, Ron. I hope we didn't lose him. But ladies and gentlemen, I will say this, and Len Kane of the Golden Rule Society Charity, saying God bless, take good care, and from us here in the Golden Rule Society, I'll say bye-bye for now. Hey, Len.
With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.